Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 281 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word that teaches us more about you and your ways. Help us learn more about you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching in Matthew chapter 14. Herod took his brother's wife, which John continued to tell him was wrong. To make him stop talking to him this way, Herod put John in jail, leading to his eventual death. Herod felt guilty when John told him he was wrong. We know the story about Herod becoming fascinated by a young girl's dancing. His fascination led to an irrational act, giving anything the girl wanted to her, which ended up being John's head on a platter. We can look at Herod's actions and see that he was wrong. However, sometimes we are blinded and cannot see our own fault in sin. We can pray against sin, as Jesus often told his disciples to do, and pray for wisdom to not fall into the trap the enemy sets for us. And then we can pray for obedience to follow the Lord. Jesus feeds the thousands with just two fish and five loaves of bread. There are 12 baskets full of leftovers. There are three interesting points to consider here. Jesus provided more than enough with not even close to enough. He will provide in our lack as well. He also made sure the leftovers were picked up. He didn't waste anything just as he doesn't waste anything in our economy today. He doesn't waste time, finances, skills, gifts, or opportunities. He uses every moment and person for his use. Last, the number of baskets left over is noted for us to read about 2,000 years later. He wants to make sure we know there is plenty today, even as there was plenty long ago. Our God is a gracious God, and he will take care of all our needs. We also see the great I am walking on water. He performed miracle after miracle in front of the disciples. What a wonderful working God we serve. There is nothing he cannot do. May he increase our belief in him and his ability today. Let's see what Paul is writing to Timothy in chapter 3. Paul writes about the last days and how they will be difficult to bear. People will be self-centered, greedy, proud, and arrogant, and will be disobedient and ungrateful. They will be morally loose and callous and hate all that is good. Verses 6 and 7 are concerning and talk about how easily we are swayed from the truth. Let us always seek truth. The word is full of truth, and I thank you again for leaning into the word and gleaning truth for yourselves. This is where we find it. God is alive in his word, and his word cuts through the noise of the world and touches our hearts in real ways. Paul writes that scripture is God-breathed and is for instruction and correction and conviction so we can live holy lives. Verse 17 says, So that the man of God may be complete and proficient, well-fitted and thoroughly equipped for every good work. We are made right through Christ's death and learn more about him and how to live like him through his word. Well, let's see what Jeremiah writes in chapter 5. Jeremiah looked for one righteous man in all of Jerusalem. However, he couldn't find even one. He made an excuse for the poor and uneducated people and thought he may possibly find a righteous man among the wealthy and learned people, but he could not. We read about them serving other gods. Some of the gods were fertility goddesses, and there was a lot of sexual adultery committed. 
The Lord said, Shall I not punish them for these things, and shall I not avenge myself on such nations as this? The Lord planned for devastation for most of the people. He will send other nations after them, and only a number of them will survive. In chapter 6, God continues to warn his people. He refers to them as the tribe of Benjamin because this was the tribe that resided in the southern part of Judah. Even Jeremiah was part of the Benjamites. In verse 8, God says, Be corrected, reformed, instructed, and warned, O Jerusalem, lest I be alienated and parted from you, lest I make you a desolation and uninhabited land. But they do not receive his word. And in verse 16, God says, Stand by the roads and look, and ask for the eternal paths, where the good old way is. Then walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk in it. Matthew eleven twenty nine is referenced where Jesus says, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle, meek, and humble, lowly in heart, and you will find rest. God has and will always call us to himself so he can offer us rest. May we lay our burdens at his feet and allow him to do what only he can do. He desires to offer our souls rest today, just as he did thousands of years ago. Our last verse in this chapter tells us the Lord rejected his people because they did not turn to him. However, it wouldn't last forever. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm 100. This is a psalm of rejoicing and shows us important biblical truths. First, it says, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all you lands. The Lord deserves our praise. The second verse says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. The truth here is we have access to God's presence as we serve him with a happy heart. Verse 3 tells us to understand that the Lord is God. We see this truth as we read the Old Testament. God is always vying for the Israelites' hearts. Let us surrender ours to him willingly. Verse 4 gives us even more insight into accessing God's presence and says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and a thank offering and into his courts with praise. Be thankful and say so to him. Bless and affectionately praise his name. We enter his presence with thankfulness and praise. There are times we don't feel like we can be thankful or offer praise. During those times, it is a true sacrifice of praise, which is greatly honored by God. In our most desperate times, we can ask the Lord to put the words of thankfulness and praise on our hearts to offer up to him. God provided Abraham with a sacrifice acceptable to him as he was willing to sacrifice his son. And the Lord will give us what we need to offer an acceptable sacrifice to him as well, even a sacrifice of praise. Let us pray. O Lord, fill our hearts with praise for you. May we be filled with a spirit that worships you. Thank you for the gift of eternal life with you. Keep us yours, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.